We Geek Podcast. Today is Wednesday, March 16th. My name is Adam, and I'm joined by my good friend Logan. Hello. What up, man? And so how's your week been? Uh, crazy. I mean, work's just been been nuts, you know. Same here, same here. I uh, had some shuffling around um, with some of the people on my team this week, so it's been it's been a rough few days. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, besides that, I've just been you know kind of I went and saw a movie over the weekend. Uh, played some video games. Um, I played a lot more of a video game that I didn't expect to play because I expected to play a different video game. But we'll get into that. Um, I talked okay. a little bit about it last week. Yeah, all right. But I have a lot more to say about it this week. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, yeah, no, just been busy with that. Um, I saw 10 Cloverfield Lane. Did you check that out? I did. We're, we, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. Sounds good. Yeah, no, just been um, surprising also playing a lot of my 3DS, I, I found. Uh, it, for some reason, it's just gotten a little bit more life uh, left in it for me. There you go. Um, yeah, Bravely Default, and, you know, Zelda and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, man, so... Uh, well, let's let's get into it. So, um, what, what, let's see what we got. We got probably let's just let's just start out right out of the gate with the biggest news. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Civil War trailer. What'd you think? I yeah, like I kept watching it and I was like, okay, it's kind of the same thing. It was just like different clips from the same scenes that we'd already seen. Right. Even up to the very end, and I was like, "All right, what's so new about the? Oh my god!" Right. <laughs> Just the, and, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> before we get to the big part, there are some things that are spoiled in that trailer. If you pause certain scenes, uh, that I didn't like, because <laughs> I, you know, I was watching a video about it, and the, uh, maybe the guy shouldn't have pointed it out, but I, I won't say what it is, just in case you're not. You know, just if you don't want to be spoiled, don't go through that video very slowly. <laughs> um, uh, there was also some other cool little things like, like there's people in these in glass containment things that I'm curious who they are because they look like they're kind of important that they're fighting around um, some sort of facility. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, man, let's let's get to you know I don't want to bury the lead, sorry. But let's <laughs> let's get to the man of the hour. They showed Spider-Man. They, finally. Yes. Yep. And uh, what'd you think? I just okay. I'm in. Like he's here. Yeah. Let's let's do this already. <laughs> I guess I'm. I guess I'm weird about it. I don't know. Um, I saw it and I was like, okay. It, it was clear as day they're going for the '70s look, which is cool. Oh yeah, totally. Um, it's not my. It's not the outfit that I would have picked uh, or that I like. But hey, whatever. Uh, I'm not. I'm not upset about it or anything. It's just. I thought, oh, that's. I. I don't know. I just. I. I. My. My, my theory is that we're getting the '70s look now. Uh, from what we've heard, because they did say he is going to have costume changes right. throughout the film. So my assumption is Marvel was like, and this is what they've done with all their films. They show you the old outfit first just because, you know, they got to stay true, just like they did with Iron Man and everything else. Right. Uh, Daredevil, you know, for example. Uh, well, it's actually, Daredevil's a little different, but you, it evolved. Um, and I think that's what's going to happen here. I hope, and it's, this is just pure fanboy hope is that i hope that we see iron spider at some point that's got to be teased i would love to see like if they don't do it like i would love to see just like a blueprint 
right. like in one of Stark's workshops or something. Exactly. Because, you know, I mean, that's the whole thing about Tony Stark is he doesn't just do something small. He just he, he'll go he'll go crazy with it. So why one little Spider-Man outfit? You know, why not make six of them? And yeah. then, you know, yeah, exactly. We just briefly see it. That would be cool. And then, you know, I'm thinking by the end of the film, we get more of the traditional bigger eyes, that kind of stuff. I What do you think of the eyes? I love that they closed. Yep. That was I like that raises so many questions about like did he design that part of the suit? Is that a function of the mask? Is that some tech maybe that he's designed? Like that's that oh, yeah. to me was was the most intriguing part of it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, cuz I mean he, and in this movie he's 15 or 16. So he's still in high school, but he's still really smart. So it's going to be cool seeing him interacting with Tony Stark because that's kind of like probably an idol to him probably like someone he looks up to at least uh you know like oh wow this guy's an engineer that you know and all this other stuff um i think that's really cool yeah and i I love the way they do with the eyes to me it's you know we we first kind of got this with deadpool them playing with the eyes like that uh and this is this it's the same thing with spider-man because obviously deadpool was pulled from wolverine and spider-man as like an amalgamation. I'm just mispronounced that horribly, but it is, it's two characters combined really. And so Deadpool's eyes always moved in the comics. So did Spider-Man's to show emotion or whatever. So this is kind of a cool way to make it practical. Uh, So, uh, you know, it might zoom in, zoom out with his eyes opening or closing. So um, yeah, it's going to be really cool to see how that plays out. Uh, The one thing that I didn't like was the voice because it just, he sounded, I guess like every teenager, like, didn't really want to be there like hey everybody (laughs) like it just came off very i mean here's here's spider-man in the midst of the avengers plus black panther and and you know i come on that's like you think it'd be like oh my god what's up (laughs) well and i'm sure that's what's going on in his head but remember dude's 15 years old in front of people he's idolized he's trying so hard not to be a spaz i guess that's just it came off like a kid going to like a family reunion and not wanting to be there. I I caught that the other way around of like, okay, got to be cool. How do I be cool? What do I say? That's cool. How do I do something cool? Hey everyone. No, that's not cool. Peter, you idiot. Like, right. Yeah. I guess because we can't hear it in his head. Like that's, that's what I see in him. And that's, (sighs) that's the Peter Parker. I want, like he's supposed to be awkward and, and, and you know, I mean, he's a teenager for God's sake. Right. I convinced my friend it was Justin Bieber. Uh, yeah, uh, hold on a second. Yeah, uh-huh. no, I, I definitely convinced my friend because he's like, so who's playing in him? I'm like, oh, that's Justin Bieber. Uh, and he's like, are you kidding me? I was like, well, listen to the voice. He replayed it. He's like, that sounds like it. I was like, I know, I know, right? I was oh, like, just, that's, oh, that's just cruel. <laughs> right, right. He's like, yep, definitely. He's like, that just killed it for me. I'm, like, I'm just kidding. It's not Justin Bieber. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, so, uh, I mean, that that's what it is, what it is. Spider-Man's in the film. Um, I... My my only real because all of the things I've mentioned are little tiny, uh, whatever. I'm I'm still excited for it. Um, the but my biggest problem is that they showed him. I did not want to see him until the movie comes out. I wanted them to go the Star Wars route where we all knew Luke was gonna be in it. You know that was told to us from the beginning, but they saved that for the film. I would have rather them save that for the movie. Um. Because we're all going to see it. It's not. It's not like suddenly now they're going to get, you know, six other people that that 
have been completely clueless on the planet that you know didn't know, or I'm sorry like 6,000 people that didn't know Spider-Man was going to be it and now suddenly do everyone knew that uh, that was from the beginning so I don't know I kind of wish they would have saved it it's... I, well I mean see here's the thing like you talked about it just a second ago the costume changes I think had they showed him in one of these later costumes that would have been the blunder right I, exactly I, it, it, yeah just a, a lot of a lot of noise about um uh, DC's trailer with Batman vs Superman, and I'm not going to go into detail about what they showed and whatnot. But th- in the trailer, they explain what they show uh, into in depth. Where Spider-Man, he just pops in and he says, "Hey, everybody!" Um, and clearly, I mean, we know he's whose side he's on. We all kind of assumed that, I guess, if you read the comics. Um, but they didn't go into detail. There wasn't a minute of explanation of how they got there. You know what they came about if you get what i'm saying i'm trying to walk around it but you know what i mean right we you know the only thing we know is that he's there and he's working with iron man yeah exactly those are the only things we know as facts right right and so uh these movies are gonna be huge i remember we talked about last week how how long they're gonna be and it's they they got enough time to uh, and that's one thing i guess about the marvel film is they don't have to explain every character no one we don't need an origin we don't Everything's explained except really for maybe Black Panther, Spider-Man, um, and that's it. And uh, those are the two characters that I imagine they're going to go a little bit more in depth with in in the movie. And I, I can't wait for that. Totally. Yeah, yeah. And oh, how about Black Panther though? Like, they showed a little bit more of him running and you know ripping people off bikes and stuff. Yeah, like that's I'm I'm looking forward to that because that's again that's a character and that's why I'm looking for uh, Tanahisi Coates comic coming out in a few weeks. Just because that's a character I know so little about. Like, I know the basics, but, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. No, I knew that his um, his claws were made of the same material as Cap Shield. Um, uh, Apparently, his whole outfit is, too. Really? Some form of... Wow. Some form of it, yeah. Wow. And that's all the... the, From Black Panther to Black Panther, that suit is... uh, somehow made up of the same material somehow i don't know apparently it's really tough i, I don't know um and i could be all wrong but that's what i was hearing listening to a few other podcasts and whatnot and i didn't know that i knew i knew for sure the claws were um but i didn't know about uh the entire outfit somehow being with woven into it or whatever so i thought that was pretty cool i was like oh well that you know no wonder like dude can get hit with something it just bounces right off right um, yeah and why the entire outfit would be made of it. So, like, it's not going to, like, hit his cheekbone or something. <laughs> you know, it's going to bounce yeah. right off of his suit. So um, I thought it was cool. But, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited. I'm pumped. I'm ready to see it. Um, I know that grabbed the internet by storm. It was like the second DC gets something out there that's like, hey, look at this. Look, at this is great. And then boom, Marvel's like, nope, here we go. <laughs> Here's yeah, Spider-Man. Because right. this was before or after the the – internet the newest uh batman superman trailer this was right after yeah yeah th- that's exactly what they're doing it's this is that classic dc versus marvel and i love it i absolutely love it that it <laughs> needs to happen it needs to get them you know competing with each other on on to make to make them better to make you know so i'm, I'm just pumped for it um you know we got we got daredevil in a few days like, yeah day after tomorrow yep yep and uh you know and then batman versus superman next week Exactly. So, you know, they're going to be competing over your television and movie time. So, um, dude, I can't wait. I absolutely can't wait. I'm going to be seeing uh, 
Batman, Superman opening night, and then I think Saturday a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of my friends are going. Some of my friends, they like to wait, and I'm like, what? why, why risk that? Oh, also, apparently, uh, spoilers are all over the internet. Oh, there's a surprise. Well, because yep. there have been screenings. There have been screenings. So people, this is just like Star Wars, where, you know, if you didn't, if you weren't careful a week or two prior, you could go on Twitter and, and some idiot's going to repost it or something. So um, hopefully by this time, you've kind of cycled through your friends list and kind of removed anyone that would be stupid enough to do that. Um, <laughs> my biggest pet peeve is when one of my friends who's not really into this kind of stuff sends me an article and they're like, Hey, is this true? Uh, is this going to really happen? And I'm like, why would you, why would you even send that to me? Yeah. Well, it just, it baffles me. I'm like, he's like, well, I, I don't know if it's true or not. And I'm like, I don't, why would you like, do you not understand what you just did? <laughs> like, don't even, Oh man, I hate that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway, uh, it's Captain America. So we're, I'm pumped. And it's, it seems like every two months we're going to be getting something, uh, comic book related movie wise for the rest of the year so i'm pretty pumped um you want to take the next one here i i really don't want to but i will um <laughs> have you seen any of these i i have and they just they got worse like the first one I, it, the first sharknado was like hey this is stupid and awful and funny and like a tremendous riff on b movies mm-hmm. great let it go and then they said, no, we need to make a sequel. And I thought, oh, God, okay, why? But go for it. And then they did the third one. And I thought, okay, now you have now you have jumped the shark. Like, this what? is this is insane. Uh... Why are you doing this? <laughs> and now we find out that Ian Ziering and Tara Reid are coming back for Sharknado 4. Because, my God, the, the last one was Sharknado 3, oh, hell no. I'm hoping this one is Sharknado 4. Please, God, please let it stop. <laughs> right. Yeah, Tara Reid, huh? Jeez, man. She was in what, American Pie? I, yeah, probably. I don't remember. I really don't remember. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, I uh, My parents, and I think grandparents have told me about it. And they're like, have you seen this? This is great. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I've seen parts of it, but I can tell what they're trying to do. They're trying to do, like, cheesy, you know. Right, but they have gone too far. Like, what was that old studio that did, like, um, uh, the Toxic Avenger? Oh, Trove? yeah, yeah, yeah. Trove, Trovi, or, oh, man, I'm... Some, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a studio James Gunn came from. Um, yeah, that it's, it's, like, clearly that's what they're doing. They're trying to make movies like that. Uh, like, all, all surf Nazis must die and like all these crazy, weird, bizarre movies. That's what they're doing. <laughs> like so Sharknado. And they had a they had a time where they were just kind of combining all the animals. Right. Yeah. Like spiders and snakes. And man, if oh, yeah, this just all right. We'll move, <laughs> move on. From that. But yeah. So um, this is some funny news. I guess uh, Seth Rogen is reportedly uh, set up to produce a live action. Where's Waldo film for MGM Studios? Uh, because this is what we've all been looking for, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. Right. Yeah, no, I, I, why not? I don't care. I, this isn't a franchise where I'm like, they're going to ruin it. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm curious at best to see how they do this. I, I, um, you know, I, my thing is just what are they going to do? Right. I, yeah. I, I just I don't know how you adapt this. I mean, I can think of a dozen different ways, but all of them suck. 
Right. But that's why I'm not writing movie scripts. So. Oh, yeah. Did you see the trailer that he uh, put out? Oh, for Sausage Party? For Sausage Party? I, you know, I don't know how I feel about that. What? Because part of me thinks this is really funny, and part of me thinks I don't know about this. I think it looks hilarious. I... I... I, and it was funny because it caught some of my friends by surprise. They were, they were like, well, I thought that was going to be like an animated movie, uh, like Kid for Kids. And then suddenly, know. you know, they start eating it like, oh, my God. It's, it's, I, I, I don't know. I, we haven't really seen anything like that in a really long time. Yeah. Um, that's just completely animated. So uh, I'm all in for it. There's so much talent in it, too. Like the, the roster they have. Yeah, that's true. Is insane. But that's uh, yeah. I just I don't I I I, I don't know. Just I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he starts eating the baby carrots. They're like, eating the children. children. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. It was great. And like my, my favorite is when like the war scene, and like the, the spaghetti is putting it back in the can. Yeah. <laughs> the spaghettios or whatever. It was great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. Um, did you know that Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg uh, also did uh, Diali G? They were the writers for that. Really? I was listening to an interview with uh, with uh, oh, why I just forget his name. Uh, Cohen. Uh, Sasha no. Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, and he was talking about how they t- those two writers wanted to do the show so bad that he like they were like okay we can't pay you much uh and like he's, he's talked about how they had to go to different locations they would share room and they would just be up typing all night and uh yeah apparently they were behind the minds of diology as well so i had no idea so i thought that was pretty cool not not entirely surprising really no no not at all like I, you, you go back and you think back i, I really like a lot of stuff that that they, that they to them to work on so you know whenever i hear of a project where they're like these two they're always together they're never really do anything separate um i'm always like okay like i i'm i'm it's kind of like the marvel thing i'm like i'm in at least to, to test it you know i so uh but yeah so uh we also got some rumors about uh daisy ridley considered a star as laura croft yeah they're still moving forward with a, a tomb raider reboot but they don't have a they don't have a lead yet yeah, it, you think it'd be kind of too much for her to juggle Star Wars and another, you know, potentially huge series like Tomb Raider. I I don't know. No, you don't. You don't think? I don't think so. No. What was another? I guess what Chris Pratt's doing it right. Yeah, I mean, look at that. He's in Jurassic Park. He's got Guardians. Jesus, yeah. So she goes from making no films as a, you know, being a bartender a few years back. Now she's in the biggest franchise on the planet, and she could possibly be in one of the biggest video game franchise movies on the planet. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, let's see here. We got Kingsman 2, uh, Holly Berry. Um, I guess in talks to play CIA officer in the sequel. So okay. that probably doesn't excite you, does it? I whatever like I I like the first one I enjoyed the first one I look forward to a sequel. Yeah, I guess Holly Berry just doesn't do it for me. I don't know why. I, that dude's not exciting. So <laughs> I, I I don't know. Maybe I I think after Catwoman it kind of soured a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. She um, had she she was she was a class act when she went to the Razzies to accept her award for it. Oh, she- Oh, she did? <laughs> yeah. And she That's gave, because she had won for Monster's Ball. She'd won the Academy Award. And then, you know, flash forward to Catwoman. So she parodied her own Academy Award speech as her Razzie Award speech. Oh, wow. Oh, it's, oh, it's hysterical. 
Well, that's funny. At least she she gets it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, uh, for Assassin's Creed, uh, the sequel to video game inspired film already in the works at New Regency, Fashbender to return. So, wait a second. Yeah, they're they, it's it's not even anywhere near out yet, and they've already they're already in pre production on a sequel. I guess they have faith in it. Um, I, I guess. Um, they're, they're... It, are we in? Are we in the age of where co- you know there was really bad comic book movies? Not really bad, but there were some good ones, and then a lot of bad ones, and then suddenly comic book movie Marvel, you know, took it and did something great with it. You know, with like Iron Man. Um, do you think we could be on the cusp of that with video game movies? I hope so because we've had enough crappy video game movies. Right. Exactly. And and here's here's what's here's what needs my personal opinion, what needs to happen. They need to be able to take a video game, which there's so many good stories and they need to translate it into a film like they do with comic book movies. Right. A, a, a comic book movie does not need to, you know, if, if they put it and they made a movie exactly how it is in the comic, it would not be good because it's not how good storytelling is for something that takes 20 minutes or maybe 10 minutes to read. Right. Depending on how much is written. Same with a video game. You can't, you can't, take everything with the game just take the story put the characters as best you can and do that and so assassin's creed could make a very good film series world of warcraft uh, could make a good you know universe to play in um totally you know, it, they're, they're, they're yeah, talking even, even the division would make a good story destiny you could make a story out of that if you tried <laughs> and they've been trying uh but yeah, so it's just it's. I think we're on that cusp. Where I, I think I I really do think it it is all going to hinge on Warcraft. Yeah. Regardless of of what they're doing with Assassin's Creed, I think the, you know, that's going to come out regardless. I think everybody's kind of waiting on things like Uncharted or Tomb Raider yes. or or any of these other projects because Warcraft is so primed for something like this. It is the perfect if you can get this to work. That kicks the door open. Exactly. My my only problem with the Warcraft movie is it looks too much like CGI. Um, but if people go out and see it and it's good, I don't, you know, I just I, I look at it and I'm like everything CGI in it. and it kind of, you know, when I saw the Gods of War trailer, I kind of put that in my head. I'm like, why are you excited for one thing and not for the other when they are both just big CGI fest and. I think it's because I love Warcraft. I love that that story, that lore. I get those characters where the you know everything else looked bad in you know Gods of Egypt. That's the only criticism I, I have of seeing the trailer is I want you know I, and I hope maybe in the next one and it's all because of funding. That's really what it is. They, they didn't have the money probably to do the sets and stuff like War of the Rings. So if it does do good, and of course I'm sure they're going to want to make a sequel to it. That's where I think they might have more time to kind of play with more real, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a mix of the CGI and a mix of the real, like they did with star Wars. Uh, but yeah, so I, I totally agree. I think everyone's eyes are on that to see how it well it plays because that there's millions of people that watch that played that game that if they're any bit curious, they're going to go to the seat in the theater. And I hope, I hope it, I hope it kills. Um, Let's see what else we got here. <laughs> um, you go, go ahead and take the next one. Yeah, this was interesting. This is a film that I hadn't heard a lot about. Uh, it's another Skydance film. It's called Life. And it was going to star Ryan Reynolds. Okay. But he's he hit some scheduling conflicts with a movie he's doing. Uh, was it Hitman's Bodyguard or something that he's doing? So he's going to step back 
and take a supporting role, and Jake Gyllenhaal is going to take over the lead. Oh, okay. Which means I am not going to go see it. You're not a fan of Jake, huh? Not, nah, I'm not. Like, I liked some of his stuff, like Brokeback Mountain was great, and he's done, what was, uh, Source Code. Source Code was good. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know, like, so much of his other stuff is just really kind of missed for me. Gotcha. So I don't, gotcha. I don't know. So what's the Skydance? They're a production company. Okay, I guess I've just not, I've never heard of them. What, what other films have they done? Um, um, oh, uh... Uh, I am completely drawing a blank here. Sorry, didn't mean to put you on the spot pick, there. Yeah, pick no. a, yeah, pick a sci-fi film. Um, they've they, <laughs> yeah, you see them a lot. Damn, I really can't think of any off the top of my head. Uh, I want to say Jupiter Ascending, which is not something I want to say. Oh, okay, gotcha. There's uh, I know they've worked with Bad Robot before. I know. Oh that. yeah, that's what I was looking at. Is apparently they um. Something to do with Paramount's J.J. Abram Project's God Particle. Yeah. Uh, something, I don't know, I was looking it up uh, about the Life movie. In it. Yeah, here, yeah, here we go. Uh, Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, Mission... Uh-huh. They've done... Yeah, they're big with the Mission Impossible and Star Trek movies. Gotcha. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Awesome. All right, we got some Beetlejuice 2 news. <laughs> but we, we had some news and then we didn't have some news. Yeah. Um, film reportedly confirmed by Tim Burton, then unconfirmed. So, what? come on, what does that even mean? <laughs> like, it, it means that this is the 87th rumor about this movie being made. Right, exactly. So it, I mean, because we've had... We've had Winona Ryder say, "Oh yeah, we're 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 doing it," and then people came out and said, "No, no, we're we're not doing it." And then right. Tim Burton came out and said, "They're working on it," and the studio said, "No, we're not working on it." And then somebody from the studio said, "Hey, I think we're working on it." And then I think Tim Burton came out and he said, "No, we're not working on it." Right. But this, I mean, this is just back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. It's right. driving me crazy. Yeah, it's it's a it's a Beetlejuice story in and of itself. It really is. I mean, I mean. Something's have to happen. I think it's got to be Tim Burton, and you got to have uh, Michael Keaton in it. Yeah. Oh, he has to come back. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure – and that was another one. Uh, Keaton was one of those people that was like, oh, yeah, they're definitely working on it. And the studio was like, no, we're, we're, we're not working on it, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Like, Why would you not – Why would you want to hush out rumors? I, man, I don't know because this is something that you can do for a modest budget that's going to be a decent – it's going to make decent money in theaters, but the home – video market on this is going to be huge yeah and i it's it's one of my favorite stories when uh when kevin smith went to work on uh what eventually didn't become superman lives which have you seen the documentary no, i need that? to see that you oh, told me about so it so good it's such a good documentary but mm-hmm. he said one of the other projects that was in the pipeline at the time was a sequel to beetlejuice and it was called beetlejuice goes hawaiian I would have killed to see that movie. That would have just been amazing. Are you kidding me? Like that's one of those things that's like that is so bananas. It's it it would work if you did it right. Like you would have to acknowledge just how ridiculous it was, but it would so totally work. That is the most nineties yeah. sequel. <laughs> I've ever heard. I'm looking at. I'm looking at odd name for sequels, uh, or movies that were almost sequels that should not have happened or should not happen. One of them was seven two, and then it was eight. Yeah. So the eight is the G. Um, 
uh, I don't have the list of the other ones in front of me. What, yeah, it was just ridiculous. Um, I guess there was a sequel to E.T. Uh, well, E.T. Yeah. E. originally was not a fun movie. Right. Well, yeah. well, that's one movie that should not have a sequel. Right. Just shouldn't happen. Um, Forrest Gump 2, Gump and Company. Well, there was a second book. Oh, okay. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, a lot of people don't know Forrest Gump was a book. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, and they wrote a sequel to it, and it's even weirder. Like, he meets so many more... It was like they said, well, the first one worked, so I'm just going to take this second one and just run it into the ground. Wow. So it, so is it's not about him, then? It's got to be about someone else. Oh, no, it's about him. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's just he meets way more famous people. <laughs> wow, there's Castleblanca 2, Brazzerville, and before we take a break, let me get the number one, Gladiator 2. <laughs> so, all right, um, again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We'll see you in a minute when we come back from break. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and we got some more video game movie news. Um, Portal, uh, apparently films are being uh, based off Valve Games, Portal. Uh, and Half-Life, according to J.J. Abrams. Um, yeah, remember, they they announced this, what, two years ago? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, they announced that, yeah, J.J. Abrams was going to be working with uh, Valve um, on a few different projects. And, you know, that's where it kind of got into the the realm of video. Uh, of course, talk started talking about Half-Life and Portal and whatnot. And that's kind of right up J.J. Abrams' album, uh, you know, uh, Alley, uh, Alley. What was totally. I say? Album, Jesus. But yeah, no, it, yeah, that's right up his alley, man. That he's kind of great for those kind of films. Um, now, I was never into Half Life, uh, so I know that's weird for people to <laughs> to hear, but it, it just was never my thing. Um, I understand why people liked it so much. Uh, Portal, I've played a little bit of it, but not much. Um, but I, I could totally see him working with them and working on films based like that. I think it would. Oh, yeah, definitely. Those are definitely his kind of film, especially something like Half-Life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I see we're here. We got Batman the Killing Joke, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill uh, returning uh, uh, to do the roles. Now, I thought this was already confirmed. It was it was kind of like almost not officially confirmed. Okay. it was like we've been talking about it since they announced it. Well, it was one of those things where, like, they announced this was going to be a thing, and then everybody kind of went back to, oh, remember when Mark Hamill said that this would, like, this would be, like, if he could pick a last Joker thing to do, this this would be it. Gotcha. And then it kind of went around, like, oh, yeah, he and he and Conroy are coming back. And they were like, is this for real? And they were like, well, I mean, you know, sort of. <laughs> but, like, it, like, it... it Mark made a big deal about it, uh, what, yesterday, day before. Like, he could officially say that that they were were doing the voices for it. There you go. The ink has dried. The checks were cashed. There you go. Yep. <laughs> so, that's awesome. So, yeah, that's going to be great. I, You know, then they, they talked about, you know, DC was not, you know, uh, excluding a rated R film. That they it could possibly be the first rated R uh, DC animated movie. And um, I'm curious if they go that route. I know they saw how popular Daredevil was. Um, well, and they could, and the Dark Knight Returns was the Dark Knight Returns rated R. It was it was PG-13, but I mean it was. I don't know how it was PG-13. Right, right, yeah, no, I mean I, I've 
I've watched some of the DC animated movies and I'm like, did Hal Jordan just say shit? Yeah. Like, what the shit? <laughs> like, this is what this is more. That's where I'm like, when it's doing Injustice League, that shouldn't be happening. Um, but uh, Dark Knight Returns, of course, that's absolutely primed to do it. Yeah. Um, same with the killing joke. That's <laughs> you can't get darker than that. No, no, I don't yeah. think there's I don't think there's a a mainstream, a darker mainstream batman right. story that that and the dark knight returns are kind of tied at the top for me but i think because yeah. because killing joke goes to some psychologically dark places oh yeah what they do to jim gordon his daughter i mean uh what what yeah and what is and and what is implied right right that they exactly do. like that's that's what's worse oh yeah absolutely so that's it's it's gonna be interesting to see like do they tiptoe around it or do they exclude it or do they have a way to do it because they can't just come right out and do it. Like there, right. there, there are some things in there that just you, they that I'm sure, they you know, like I imagine, when you see Commissioner Gordon, he'll at least be wearing his underwear, probably. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. that's you know, it's it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Or some some brighter news. Uh, Indiana Jones. Well, I guess that wasn't depressing news. I'm glad they're doing it. I'm glad they're all on board. I'm glad the movie's coming out. Um, but we have Indiana Jones 5 sequel confirmed for Spielberg and Ford to star in. And it should be around uh, set for July 2019. I, you know, where are we now? Indiana Jones and the Platinum Walker? Like, I don't. I'm sorry, I, I love Harrison Ford, but, I mean, is this going to be Indy in a nursing home? Oh, okay, I got it. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure he'll be, he'll probably be like what, um, you know, Sean Connery was in the third one. I imagine, you know, he's, he'll, he'll be able to do it. Uh, you know, I, I think he's still got some, some life left in him for film. Um, this might be his last movie, you know, for all we know. This was kind of his... Yeah, Star Wars he'll always be known for. Harris, uh, who do you think he'd be known for more, Han Solo or Indiana Jones? I that's a good question. Yeah, that's that is for me. It'd be question. Han Solo just because, but it's not his film. Where Indiana Jones is his film. Yeah, franchise. That's that's his. Where more of an ensemble cast for Star Wars. Um, so you know that might be you know where he hangs his hat, you know, and I think that's probably oh. what the plan is. <laughs> right. I think that's probably what the plan is. You know, they pick, he picked it up in the last one and thank God, even though I like Shia, he kind of went off the deep end. Uh, he's not, he's not good for those kind of roles. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see who they pair him with because you got to imagine whoever they pair him with is the person taking over the franchise. Right. They have to, this has to be the passing of the torch. Yeah, so if they get Chris Pratt or someone in there, great. Uh, even if it's not, you know, if it's someone known, whatever, whoever the next one is, that's going to be who he's paired with. Um, and I hope they make a joke like, "What about your son? Oh, he's fixing motorbikes or something." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they'll be like, oh, they'll be a one-off for sure. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's doing something somewhere. <laughs> he got yeah. he got he got stuck in an elevator somewhere. Or something. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, bingo. Um, I like shy. I like shy stuff. Those kind of films clearly, and he's said this multiple times, they're not his cup of tea anymore. He he doesn't want to do those kind of films. Uh, he's way more artsy fartsy now. So, and that's good for him. That do those kind of films. He's a he's a great actor. I mean, um, he was perfect in Fury. Uh, but yeah, he's. It's a good thing he's out of these kind of franchises because, it's a good thing he didn't go crazy while he was in them. If that makes sense. 
or yeah. while he was, you know, latched onto it for however many more years. Does that make sense? I, I don't know. It might have made Crystal Skull more interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that, see, well, it wasn't his fault. That movie just was bad. For, when he's swinging with the monkeys. Yeah, but imagine that, if, if he'd been crazy during that time. He could have been arguing with the monkeys. Oh, yeah, that's true. I did. I just didn't understand. I'm like, wait, this suddenly turned into a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, it, it really did. <laughs> That's when you lose me. And the, 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 the fridge, you know, nuke the fridge. <laughs> I, you know, I, I can at least, I don't know. See, that, that of, of course, I rolled my eyes at. Right. When but he's that, swinging with monkeys, it's just more visually weird, I yeah. guess. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, the whole, everybody was like, refrigerators can't withstand that. I'm like, guys, you're missing the joke that old 50s refrigerators were all lead lined and weighed like 8,000 tons. Like it's right. it's a it's a gag. Get over it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Yep. So we're going to be getting Indiana Jones 5, whether we like it or not, um, 2019. And I hope it's good. I, I do, too. Look, I, I want it to succeed. I just I don't know. Yep, I don't think. It, back. Yeah, I don't think they can get worse. Well, now it's going to be Disney doing it, right? That, they, uh, that's true. Yeah. So, you know, Disney did not do us wrong with Marvel. They haven't done us wrong with Star Wars. So I have uh, the best hopes for it. You know, um, you know, get some good writers in there. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Now, it, who knows? Maybe this is going to be J.J. Abrams doing it. <laughs> uh, <sighs> Spielberg's directing. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious who's writing. But, yeah. That's where J.J. got to start. Did you know that with Spielberg? And um, uh, why is forget her name? The producer of Star Wars, uh, Kathleen, Kathleen Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah, yeah. She had that's she's he, she had, he went in and like re, uh, what do you call it? Went through all of the old films and helped bring them up to modern day standards. Oh, remastered. Remastered them. Yeah, it yeah. was him and some other person. That's where he guys kind of start with her, and that's where she like, hey, you're. She, she'd call him his protege. It's, I don't know. It's on the Nerdist podcast. Listen to Kathy Kennedy. She talks about that. I thought that was really cool. Interesting. That's how, yeah. Yeah. That's how he kind of got into that world. So I could totally, and that's what people are calling him. They're calling him the new Spielberg. So that would be cool. And I can, uh, and I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's I mean, okay. that's, that's how I see it. JJ, he, he, I hate that he gets side, you know, he gets one noted as the guy who just does sequels or whatever, but he, he has his own franchises. Lost was, um, a lot his as it was, you know, David Lindelof and whatnot, uh, and Carlton Cruz. So like, you know, it's it's JJ has a lot of projects that he does that are, are still his baby. He produces a lot of stuff. So, you know, I think when it's all said and done, people will look back at his career and go, He made the same kind of movies that you see Spielberg making. And I'm sure later on JJ might switch it up and start doing more dramatic and serious films just like Spielberg did. Sure. Um yeah, and instead of, you know, big summer blockbuster adventure films, you know, he's always changing it up. He's always switching it up. He's always trying to do something new. And um, uh, we'll see. But, yeah, yeah, I, I, you, you guys know I love J.J. Abrams. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so um, let's see. We got some more news, probably the best news that I've read all day. Um, Princess Diary 3 director gary mitchell says that after hanway they give his birth i think we'll be going to do it so what do you think about this i dude you know me i'm on board like this yep. is i i'm an i'm a completely unabashed fan of these movies and see i was just kidding but now that i know that that's awesome <laughs> oh dude i'm I, I know like as soon as you started setting up i'm like oh here comes the sarcasm yeah i am no, no, no. i i am totally down i love these movies but yeah he yeah gary marshall said that uh 
was you know in very gary marshall fashion it was well you know i think we'll do it we'll try it you know (laughs) i love i love the marshalls gary and penny and all of them they're they're such a fun bunch to 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 see interviewed yeah oh yeah oh yeah so yeah man that's cool yeah i mean my this this is a franchise and i talk about my grandma a lot because i I love her to death but she loves the she has the strangest taste in movies um (laughs) and she loves the princess Diaries series that the the um uh what's the tyler perry series medea medea like she's all over the place (laughs) here's a fun fact about the second princess diaries movie it was chris pine's first feature film role oh really oh that makes sense now that i'm thinking about it oh that's that's funny that's (laughs) that's awesome um but yeah, man. So hey, we're gonna get a third Princess Diary, um, and hey, give us the short list of Han Solo. Okay, uh, so they've revealed, so far as we know, uh, Alden. I'm gonna mess this up. Alden Ironreich, who was in Hail Caesar. Oh, I still gotta see that. Oh, Talk yes, you do, me. man. That's so good. You need to go see that. Uh, Jack Rayner, who was in the newest Transformers movie. Uh, and Taryn Egerton, who of course was in Kingsman. Right. So, Out of that short list, who do you like? Man, you know, I don't really know if I like any of them. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, and I mean, here's my thing. I'm not crazy about any of them. Cause I don't really like, I don't remember the kid from Hail Caesar that much. Um, I mean, you, somebody would really have to point him out to me and be like, oh, that's him. Just because it's a name and a face I don't recognize. She doesn't look anything like Harrison Ford. Well, I mean, you know, there's that, too. Yeah. Um, let me look at the other ones here. And, you know, in a way, I kind of wanted nobody. Um, oh, the guy from Transformers looks dead on. Okay, well, then there you go. Oh, I remember him, too. He wasn't that bad. Who was he in Transformers? He was the, the race car driver. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was the one um, that, you know, was, like, in love with a girl or whatever. Right, right, um, He right. wasn't that bad. I mean, given the, the material you're given. Um, and then the guy from Kingsman wouldn't be a bad choice at all either. Yeah, I mean, Taron's shown that he can that he can anchor a movie for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, yeah, so, um, okay. I mean, I'm sure he can do American accent, so yeah, I'd like to hear it. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm excited for it. You know, uh, a Han and so a uh, Chewy movie. Man, that's that's gonna be good. It's it's gonna be fun to watch. It's, it is. It really is. I'm excited. I we we live in the great age where we're getting comic book movies, Star Wars movies, Beetlejuice sequels, possibly <laughs> Princess Diary threequel trilogy. So video game <laughs> movies. I guess age video of the geek, game. man. It really is. It really is. It's awesome. Um, let's see here. And we got uh, – you take these. I didn't I, – oh, this, I heard about this. Did, did okay. you hear about this? This yep. thing is weird. It's it's a it's a little – it's a, a startup company called The Screening Room, and it's, it's a Sean Parker-backed project from the guy who brought you Napster and chunks of the Facebook. He was Justin Timberlake in the social network. Apparently, a bunch of directors and producers, Spielberg, J.J., Peter Jackson, Ron Howard, a couple others, have got on board with this project. And it's a set-top box you can buy that you can rent new theatrical releases through. Now, there have been, I don't know how many different attempts at something like this, but this one's gaining steam. And I've only got like a minute here, so I'm going to bowl through the bullet points real fast. Um, 
the set top box is 150 bucks. Every movie rental is 50 bucks. That gives you a that gives you 48 hours to watch the movie. Uh, 20 bucks of that fee will go to exhibitors, AMC, Regal, etc. Um, and for every movie rental, you will also get two free tickets to go see that movie in a theater so that that way the theaters can get concession money. Uh, and distributors are going to get 20% of the fee. So I don't think this catches on at all. Not I know all. I know they're aiming at like the the parent market like oh we can't you know like we we can't find a sitter or you know something like that. I know who they're aiming it towards, but I don't this uh, this isn't going to work. Parents are too frugal for that. I'll be um fine. yeah, not, not <laughs> the <laughs> okay, yeah. We'll we'll talk about this when we get back. Um again, you're listening to We Geek podcast on the n.fm. See y'all in a minute. All right. Welcome back to We Geek podcast on the n.fm and we just uh we just talked about um, this new box uh, that uh, th- they're supposedly working on to come out, Sean Parker, um, with his partners Spielberg and Peter Jackson and whatnot. Uh, 150 bucks for access to it, 50 bucks for rentals. Um, I don't, I don't see this catching on. Um, no, the, the great... rental, the rental price is too high. Rental price is way too high. Um, 150 bucks for the access. To it. Now, the reason why Netflix took off was because it was simple. You you would pay an eight dollar fee and they'd send it to you in the mail. Uh, the reason why um, Netflix streaming took off because you could do it on one of your devices you currently already owned. You didn't have to buy a Netflix box. Right. Um, you know. If they did this, I totally understand them not wanting to put this on Apple TV or PlayStation or all these other devices where you could easily just copy the movie and then distribute it and it'd go everywhere with a 1080p, you know, uh, right. whatever. And that's that's the big thing is is why this one seems to be gaining some steam is at least among uh, – and, and especially uh, distributors are, are kind of looking at this because of the box, because of the anti-piracy measures on so, the box. So, help me out here. There's no way someone could figure out how to record off of off of your television. Give them give give, <laughs> give them a month. Yeah, give them a month. So I, okay. So let's say you're you're over the hundred and fifty dollar fee, and that doesn't bother you. You're like, all right, I'll pay hundred fifty bucks for a box that I can rent new movies with. Yeah, absolutely. It has to be twenty bucks. That's the only way you're gonna do this because, yeah, like like you said, families parents are frugal they're not going to care because the kid doesn't care if he watches lion king a million times exactly. it's his favorite movie exactly. it's, it's a thing like you know it you, the parents aren't going to go for that they're going to go for netflix where they can pay eight dollars a month and have access to a bazillion cartoon movies uh animated movies uh, that that's all the kid cares about um I wait. My friends with kids, they just wait for it to go to the dollar theater. So they go in, they take their kid for a buck. I think sometimes they're even free there, and you know they just wait a month or two. And 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 a kids, and a kid that's like eight or younger, they don't care. They know it's out. They know their friends might have seen it, and you wait a few weeks and you make it a a, a reward for them getting good grades or something. This, this the only people that are going to be paying for this are the wealthy that don't want to deal with deal with movie theaters don't want to deal with any of that uh pe- probably the people that are shaking the hands of peter jackson and spielberg and jj i love jj abrams and all of them so but i'm just you know what i mean those are the people that are going to be paying for this who couldn't bother where money isn't 
that you know it, it doesn't matter they can just spend it like that who would pay fifty dollars for that right i i hereby dub this the snob box exactly yeah because <laughs> if you're if you live in middle america and your movie tickets are seven or eight dollars you know maybe you live in a, a city where amc tickets are 10 bucks maybe 17 for the imax 3d or whatever i would pay that and have an experience of seeing the theater than paying 50 dollars on top of a 150 dollar entry fee that's ridiculous that's the price of a playstation and, or a wii u or something uh not a playstation i guess but a 3ds or something there's to me, that's not. I'm not getting the bang for my buck for that. I don't see that working. It's a great idea, but their money prices are all over the place. This, that's right. not going to work. And, and even not... even factoring in the idea of concessions, you know, right. you have your own drinks and popcorn that you got at the store. That's fine, but it doesn't offset the cost. When I went to the theater yesterday, it was seven bucks for the ticket and like fifteen for the concessions. So that's twenty-two bucks. Right. I could have done that twice. For less than the price of one of these movies. Right, exactly. And that's not worth it. I, and I get what they're trying to do. They're not trying to screw with theater. We live in a day and age where all of these companies, digital, everyone knows it's there and it's going to take over. And everyone's trying to do everything they can to, I understand, keep jobs and keep the theaters running and do whatever. They have to think outside of the box to stay relevant. They can't just do this. For example... I don't know how they would translate this into the movie theater. Local comic shops had to think outside of the box. They had to do other things to get people into the into their into you know the place into buy and whatnot. I don't know what movie theaters are going to have to do. Maybe become arcades. They used to be. Maybe they make it more of an experience or something. Um, but the, the, everything's going digital. Everybody wants digital. My entire video game library is digital. Even my 3DS is all digital now. Uh, my movies, I can't think of the last time I bought it. I'm going to go buy Star Wars. That's going to be the first Blu-ray I bought in over a year. You know, So th this is a great idea, but it's too expensive. No, th And then the thing is, is the only companies that can really do expensive things like this uh, have, have merit. They have, they've had light, they have years of you know, great customer service. They've had years of being in the public eye and, you know, companies like Microsoft or Apple or Sony, like they're established. When you get a PlayStation 5, you, you have a general understanding of what you're going to get and what kind of company you're dealing with. This startup with Sean Parker, come on, that's where there's no trust. This isn't Apple or something we're talking about where people are going to go spend hundreds of dollars on something uh, without question. <laughs> you know, no, I don't, I don't see this. I really don't see this. And we don't have to spend too much time on it. We've spent too much. Um, uh, anything else you want to say? On it? I no, I'm good. <laughs> sorry. I went too long on that, but yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, all right. Yeah. It's, it's just, I, sorry. I don't see that happening. Um, all right, so uh, The Exorcist <laughs> in the TV news. Um, G uh, Jenna Davis tapped to star in Fox reboot series. Refresh my memory. Who is that? Oh, uh, uh, you asked me too quick, damn it. Uh, so I'll look it up. Jenna Davis. Uh, let's see here. Uh, G Gina Davis. Was uh, uh, the, the Thelma and Louise, right? You're probably right. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. yeah, it looks like it. Thelma and Louise. Yeah, and I thought Beetlejuice. so. Hey, yeah. look at that. Beetlejuice. Um, oh, God. <laughs> okay, so a tap to star in the series. So, <laughs> and, and we're back to Beetlejuice. <laughs> we're back to Beetlejuice. See, that's actually the secret to life, the universe, and everything. It's all connected through Beetlejuice. 
Exactly. <laughs> Man, I haven't seen that in a while. Maybe that's a movie we riffed in a little bit. Maybe. Maybe we add that to the list. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But, um, yeah, The Exorcist. Uh, okay. So, uh, Powerpuff Girls series returns to Cartoon Network on April 4th. Now, I want to be excited for this, but they're not using the original voice cast. Oh, that's lame. That's that's the part that really bums me out. Right, and that bums people like us out, but to kids, they're not going to know. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. No. Are you kidding? They don't care. Right. They don't. That's yeah um i'm curious and i always i am always curious about kids shows coming back because i'm always curious who their audience is because the kids that are going to be watching powerpuff girls they probably don't know anything about powerpuff girls because they've never seen it before uh where girls that used to watch powerpuff girls are in their 20s and something now so it's kind of one of those i'm just curious how that's going to play out i i think it'll be fine because the beginning of the you know that was one of those cartoons where the show opening explained everything you needed to know I guess in, you're in right. In like I guess 20 seconds. It's, it, maybe I just haven't seen Cartoon Network in a while, but for example, Scooby-Doo, it stopped years ago, but there was, oh, it was always replaying, so I was able to enjoy it just yeah. like my dad was, you know? I didn't know if they were still doing that with Powerpuff Girls. I don't know if they it was still on to be played. Um, uh, but okay, we got Luke Cage. Uh, Mike Coulter says show will premiere on September 30th. Yeah. Yep, so uh, that's what, three months out? Uh, six. Six. I am completely off on my time. Hold on. Oh, yeah, <laughs> what am I talking about? Jesus. All that's, right. Yeah, that, Sorry that puts that. us in June. Man. Jesus Christ. I am off today, if you guys can't tell. I hope you're enjoying it, <laughs> because I am. Um, yes, so we got, uh, yeah, CW. So what, they yes. renew everything. Yeah, they pretty, they put up a thing of, like, every show on their network, and it was just, like, hashtag renewal. That's good. That, was, you know, when, I, you, yeah, totally. when you can renew your entire network, all the shows, yeah, then that means all the shows are doing great. Exactly. Like, And I'm pretty sure it was like pretty much everything. Like, I mean, yeah. if you can name a CW show, it got renewed. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, oh, man, this was great news. Um, Preacher AMC announces May 22nd uh, release date uh, for the series. Now, they were just at what? South by Southwest, right? Yeah, premiered the pilot. They premiered the pilot, and it's got nothing but rave reviews. Yeah. Well, they blow up Tom Cruise. Wait, do they? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Did you just spoil that for me? It's it's like part of like, hey, look, and then, you know, it's one of those things that they threw in there because it's such a Seth Rogen, Evan Jeez, Goldberg no. thing to do. <laughs> I'll act surprised when I see it, but that's cool. No, I heard nothing but good things, so I am on board. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we kind of blew through TV there real fast. That's, that's all right. We've got a bulk of video. We got a lot of video game news. We got a lot of video week. game news and a lot of reviews because we kind of skimmed a little bit last week. So we're going to spend some time doing a lot of reviews this week too. Um, but yeah, we got some video game news. We got Dead Island 2, uh, Sumo Studio, or uh, Sumo Digital, uh, which is Disney Infinity, Little Big Planet, Crackdown, uh, now developing sequel after, uh, it does it, it reads like Jaeger, but it's not Jaeger, uh, productions dissolved how do you pronounce that i thought it was jaeger okay i usually pronounce jaeger with the G, or you read it with a j so that's why i was curious but yeah so um yeah so they they've been working on this for a while right yeah uh what was it i keep wanting to say deep is it deep silver was the studio that like they owned it or whatever and they were working with jaeger and then, like, they parted ways, and Jaeger filed for insolvency, and now Sumo Digital has picked it up. Oh wow! I think that's I think that's how that went. 
Gotcha, but, gotcha. Uh, I was never into the Dead Island series. I, you know, like I played the first one, and I, you know, we talked a little bit about this. I think last week with mm-hmm. the yep. like the trailer looked amazing, and then you played the game, and I was, I could understand people were like, "Hey, it's it's like a less cartoonish version of Dead Rising," mm-hmm. is essentially what it was, and I didn't want that. So mm-hmm. it was just, I mean, it just wasn't for me. And then Riptide was just more of the same. Right. Yeah. I wanted to get into Dying Light. Like, that's one. I'm waiting because I waited for that to drop. It dropped. And then when they came out with the uh, the expansion, that's the only thing you can buy on the store is, like, the bundle. So now I got to wait for that to drop. So eventually, does, in a year from now. <laughs> does that come with the Rocket League DLC? <laughs> is there Rocket League DLC with it? There's, there is Dying Light-themed dlc for rocket league and there is rocket league themed dlc for dying light it makes sense because in the in the uh the dlc it's all about like apparently you're on a farm and you get into cars and stuff like that so it's probably all like oh zombie. sure yeah <laughs> but uh we're gonna take a quick break we'll get back and talk about video games in a moment again you're listening to we geek podcast on the end.fm see you in a minute Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and we are knee-deep in some video game news. Um, we got some news coming out of CD Projekt Red Studio. Uh, they announced a new type of video game format previously uh, explored by the studio uh, for 2016. Also plans for the AAA RPG title for a 2017 through 2021 window. Now, does this have anything to do with their... Um, uh, oh, the cyberpunk game that they're coming out with? Uh, could be. Actually, no, I don't think so. I think this was separate of that. Oh, okay. So, I I, I, I mean, what... I'm just, I guess I'm just curious what uh, video game format they were talking that's, about. Yeah, that's what interests me. Like, do they mean genre? Are they making a mobile game? Like, I... Yeah, I guess we'll see. Um, yeah, also plans for a AAA RPG title. This probably... Witcher, right? You think? Uh, it could be. It could be Witcher Four. I mean, 2017 seems too close, though. Well, but I mean, that's why it's like it's it's in the window of 2017 right. through 2021. Like, that makes sense. At, at some yeah. point during those four years, they're going to release another giant game. Right. Right. That's, yeah. That's that's about the most honest thing I think I've ever seen a company say, where they're like, at some point during this four-year time span, we're going to release a video game. Right, exactly. Yeah, so don't get don't get your hopes up too fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sony uh, basically the company is holding recruitment event uh, for how many members of Lionhead Studio? <laughs> all of them. All of them. Jesus. Yeah, they're doing a they're doing a thing in England, and they've they have explicitly invited uh, everyone from Lionhead Studios. Hey, come on by. Let's let's see what you got. Yeah. Since they're getting ready to be unemployed. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, we went over a little bit last, I think it was last week. Yeah. uh, The laws over there that basically the studio has to help them find placement somewhere else. Um, So, yeah, I mean, hopefully they all get work, um, good work. Um, But I think uh, it's interesting that Sony's the one doing the recruiting event. Yeah, that is is odd. But, I mean, Lionhead was a big studio for them, right? So it's... They They were big for Microsoft. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. So, I mean, it's they, they see, they see, they probably see the talent there, and so well, they sure. want to snatch it up. Um, go ahead and take the next one. Yeah, um, they're they're conflicting now. The thing that's conflicting about this is where the images come from. 
there was a report that said it was from a live stream that 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 uh, somebody was doing uh and then they found out it wasn't from there so we're not sure exactly where they're from but um somebody has snagged some images uh from killer instinct that have shown that general ram from gears of war is going to be the next uh announced fighter oh wow so okay. that'll be, uh, you know, just continuing to add to their roster of, hey, these people were in some of our biggest games. You know, like they've got the Arbiter now and, you know, they're adding, uh, well, which one? Rash from Battletoads. We, yep. we, we own these properties. We should do more things with them. So. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's cool. I love, I, I really love the format they're doing with Killer Instinct where they're having seasons where it seems like every year they're just releasing new players. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they're taking, you know, Microsoft, uh, you know, that's just awesome. I wish Sony did something like that in that vein, or if there was a franchise they did like that. I mean, we had All-Stars, I guess, they, but I think they went after, uh, you know, the way Smash Smash Brothers was. Yeah, All- All-Stars was Sony's attempt at a Smash game, and right. functionally it worked. Like, All-Stars is a fine game. It works as a Smash Brothers game, but, I mean, the thing is... They just don't have. They don't have the kind of there. There's not a Mario, really, right. that Sony can use. Right, the Mario is more more realistic, like uh, like you know the Uncharted series or something. Yeah. Um, and so maybe like I don't know. It'd be cool if they had a fighting game where they could throw in realistic characters because they have a lot of you know like Joe from <laughs> The Last of Us or something. You know, it would be cool. It would be a cool concept. Um, got of course Kratos. Uh, I guess they kind of did that a little bit with Mortal Kombat, but Mortal Kombat's more of its. It's it's not going to be the same. Right. So yeah, could but, you yeah. could you just imagine like a a, a like a, a Tekken style PlayStation right. fighter where you have okay you have on one side, all of the people who are uh, voiced by, um, help me out here, damn it, because um, there's two, there's 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 the two. Oh, my mind went blank. I know, I I had it like this was gonna be this great joke, and I've just totally screwed <laughs> it up. Uh, uh, Nolan North. Nolan North, and the other one is the one I can never remember, and he's my favorite. Um, because uh... it's him and Nolan North. It's uh. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, that's gonna bother me. Yeah, I'll get it in two seconds. Hold yeah. on a second. It uh, is because um, as soon as uh, you Troy said, Baker. Troy yes, Baker. thank you. You're gonna have like on one side is like here are all the characters voiced by Nolan North, and on the other side here are all the characters voiced by Troy Baker. Right. Exactly. And then you know you can go in the female female realm and do like Laura Bailey. <laughs> you know. Right. Just, like everything. Um. But yeah, it's it's yeah, it, absolutely. Um. Yeah, it, it, you could you could absolutely do that. <laughs> Sony could really have its own fighting game where it's more of a competitive type game, right? Than anything else. Um, so yeah. Um, all right. Um, let's see here. We got some uh, Final Fantasy news. Apparently, the release date for the next installment uh, was potentially leaked, uh, listed as September thirtieth. Hey, same day Luke Cage comes out. Yep. <laughs> um, now, I know uh, the guys I listen to over at Kind of Funny, uh, Greg Miller and Tim Geddes, they're hosting an event at the, on the 30th this month. Yeah. Um, the next big Final Fantasy press conference of sorts. 
Right, exactly. What they did is they took uh, Greg Miller, who knows nothing about Final Fantasy. He's just been an observer. Tim Geddes, who loves Final Fantasy, and that's who their audience... They're, they're trying to go for people who are big fans of the series and people who just don't know anything about it, and they're kind of like... They want to get both audiences in. So it's going to be... I think it's going to be cool to see, you know, how they both take it and how, you know... And that's the thing about those guys is they'll straight up tell a game it's garbage, even if they're getting paid to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, they did that with uh, The Order, you know. They were paid to talk about The Order, and they ripped it to shreds, you know, and the same thing. They were like, this is not a good game. Like, you know, it's great for if it was $20, but for 60 bucks, it's not something right. That's why I love the integrity of those guys is, you know, uh, IGN gets a lot of crap. Uh, because that's where they came from. They get a lot of crap because obviously they paid advertisement. They they try not to you know uh, ruffle feathers. But these guys are independent, and I think that you know those they have great relationships with people at Sony like Shu and whatnot. They know that they're not going to BS them. They're not yes men, and they need that. Sony needs that. They need people to go. This is not good. This is you know. And so I'm going to watch that just to see kind of you know what their take is on it. Um, I've been getting into a lot of final, a lot of JRPGs recently, like Bravely Default, for example, um, Fire Emblem. You know, I picked up, uh, which is like a tactical game. I've never played a tactical game like that, and I'm having a blast. Uh, nice. So I don't know. I'm going to be interested in seeing um, what comes out of that. Um, let's see here. We got. Uh, did you see the trailer for the new team, and T Mutants in Manhattan? I yeah, like okay, this is going to be a video game. <laughs> yes, I I think it looks cool. It reminds me of the old school Ninja Turtle games. It does. Yeah. The bad guy turns red when you beat him up. <laughs> this is. You know what I've been wanting to play, um, and I can't because they they it's not on the store anymore. I, I booted up my PlayStation Three to play uh, Ninu Kuni, and I wanted to play the old. Uh, TMNT Turtles in Time or whatever. Oh, the reshelled? The reshelled, but I couldn't download it or something like that. I couldn't re-download it because I guess they lost the rights, whoever the studio was. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but I couldn't replay it, and I, I was kind of bummed out because <laughs> I like those old-school kind of games. They don't make those anymore. The uh, uh, what are you, the side-scrolling beat-em-ups? They, they make them every once in a while. I mean, the last one I played was the uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Yeah, which was good. It was better than the movie. Just kidding. Just kidding. Calm down. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hang on. But, let me put. Let me put this. Let me put this axe down over here. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You need uh, to rewatch that movie. You need to give that movie another chance. It. We should both rewatch it. I I, I'm all for it. Yep, absolutely. I'd probably actually probably appreciate a lot more if I watched it with someone who does appreciate it and we can kind of we can poke fun or we, you know, we kind of like, oh, OK, I see where you're getting at with why this is a great scene and stuff. Yeah. And um, here's that's a, that was such a weird experience for me because there is nothing about that movie I should like. It is completely the kind of movie that I would not go sit like that, you know, like Napoleon Dynamite ish kind of indie hipster film. Oh, yeah. It I, sounds I, like everybody was written how adults think teenagers talk. Exactly. And I hate that stuff, but I love that movie. And I, I really I can't explain why. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I understand. Um, but yeah, well, well that, that should definitely be one we put on the list. Um, but yeah. So anyway, <laughs> team and see that the game looks fun. It looks cool. I, is it going to be a full price game, you think, or is it going to be like 20 or 40 bucks? I'm hoping 40. Uh, yeah, but it is getting a. I, I think it's getting a physical release. Oh, uh, okay. Then more than likely it's gonna be six. Because I mean, because well, it, it's coming out for everything. That will be one I'll wait until it drops down to yeah, twenty bucks or something on yeah, the store. That's that's definitely a bargain game. 
Yep. And absolutely. I and I hate it because if they if they were to release that as a mid price title, it would sell so much more. That's that's the problem. Sell that for thirty dollars and I'd be on board. Totally. Yeah. You know, this is not it's not gonna be uncharted. Uncharted you get the sixty you get away with the sixty dollars. Um but not 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 this. No, you um, have to i you know, companies have to look at that as as an option again. Yep. And I and I know we're not the only ones calling for it. Like I've heard this for for years. We've seen the death of the the mid-priced title. Not not every game deserves to be 60 bucks. It's why and and I know there's a lot of content, but um what's the the one new puzzle game that's out that everybody loves that uh, that you played? Oh, um the 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 witness. Yes. And it's it's a $40 title. Right. When it hits 30 bucks, I'm in. See, the witness, I could argue being you could get that for 60. But yeah, I, I totally understand why. I know I totally agree with you. Yeah. 30 would be the perfect price um, for that game. And that would have been a great price. I'm curious how the, I'm curious what the witness is going to be on an iPad. Uh, I, I'm curious if they're going to keep it at $40. I doubt anyone would do that on an iPad. Hey, but... man, the the final fa- when Square has been re-releasing the Final Fantasy games, they've been 20 <laughs> bucks. Well, I mean, I thought I saw it for like fifteen, but yeah, twenty bucks. See, tw- see, twenty is ridiculous. That's, that game should be ten dollars. Yeah. Um. Uh. But but yeah, no. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna go into the witness because that that game has so much depth that you can look at it and go, oh, it's a, it's about drawing lines, or you can go, it has layers upon layers. Up, like when you get really deep into that game, it, it that's the best thing about it is it it um it there's what do you call it. Uh, Death. There is you, you. I can't think of the word. Um, Describe it to me. I'll help you. What do you? There's get? there. You, you you learn. There's a there's an awakening. Something you knew. You didn't. You you were looking at something, uh, and it wasn't until you learned about it until you looked at it differently. Okay, fair enough. There's a there's like a revelation kind of there's thing. Constantly, it's it's nice. it's like not knowing. You know, it's it's like looking at. I don't know, sex as a kid or something, and you see it differently as you do an adult. Um, you, you're just when you're walking through the world, you just you're looking at everything. You're you're doing all this stuff. You don't realize how much depth there is to everything else. And then you start doing line puzzles, and then you learn all these little different things. And then by the end of it, you, you there's like an enlightenment or whatever. And I think that's the point of the game. You know, is there? You can make it this huge enlightening thing. Or you can just – it's a game about putting lines, you know. Uh, and, but it may – it just – I don't know. I can't explain it. I'll, I'll come back next week and ex- try to do a little bit better um, explanation. But that's what I like about it. And it's the game that I can put down and then come back to and, and just have a ball with. And it takes a little bit to get back into it, but you're doing you're doing the puzzles and everything else. Um, but anyway, I won't go too much on about the list. <laughs> it's a great game, but you're dead on perfect. It should have been 30 bucks, and more absolutely more people would have picked it up. Yeah. Um, uh, and that's the other one last thing about that game. There are apparently uh, there are apparently endings to it that people have still not found four of them. In fact, really? Yeah. And I don't want to go into in depth about how endings can be different, but it's all how you view the world. And it, people just haven't seen it as the, the creator wanted it to. So, it, yeah, it gets crazy. Um, yeah, it starts to get like lost mode at that point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's all about your perception. 
but yeah, so anyway, uh, Microsoft, go ahead and take the next one. Yeah, this was this was big. I, I, I debated starting this section with this news. Yeah, we should. Microsoft, well, and, and because there is a bit of a caveat to it, though. Because Microsoft announced the idea of cross-network play, not just between Xbox and Windows 10, mm -hmm. but they're opening up the framework to potentially other PC platforms and other consoles. Right. The caveat here is that this is their side of it. They've right. said, we're going to open this up. Sony today put out a statement that said, in effect... Uh, we'll talk about it. Well, they've actually said they've been doing it for a while, which doesn't make sense to me. Um, well, yeah, because they had some, they've had, uh, they had crossplay with Steam when it came to some of the Valve games. Like Portal oh, okay. Two had some Steam crossplay. Gotcha. Um, but I mean, it's been not. It hasn't been like this. We're not. I mean, you know, this is is talking about, you know, about playing with your friends on a different console. Right. And that's. This that's a that's whole huge. other kettle of fish. Oh yeah, that's huge. And so it's going to be interesting to see Rocket League play out because it's like, oh, you know, the friend of the show, my buddy Sean, uh, he is he's on Xbox. He doesn't have a PlayStation. He can't justify buying it yet, which he really should. I mean, come on, Uncharted's coming out. So, <laughs> so anyway, he he, you know, I have an Xbox and I have PlayStation, but I never touch my Xbox. But before that, we couldn't play with each other all. So. Uh, t games like Rocket League, that'd be cool to like, hey, hop on, I hop on, I connect to you. Um, it's going to be so – I don't know how they're going to do that with the names and everything else. And I guess you'd have to just kind of do a toggle between Xbox and PlayStation like when you're searching for somebody. Sure. But um, um, it's going to – I doubt first-party games would ever do that, of course, because you're not on each, each console. Um, but I, I'm curious how AAA titles like uh, The Division – Call of, Call of Duty, or Call of Duty. Well, Call of Duty, yes. Um, I guess what I I didn't even think about Call of Duty. That's why I wasn't using it. But I was thinking like Destiny and Division, where you're you're just you're constantly online. That would I don't think that would ever work. I I don't know. Like that's this goes beyond my you know my tech expertise is is you know pretty much non-existent. But like this is something that I can't even. I, I have no idea how any of this stuff works. Right, yeah. So it's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, you start talking to me about servers and I'm already, you know, I'm thinking Applebee's. Right, right, right. Yeah. Just, yeah, I, I'm same boat. I, yeah. I have no idea how any of that's going to work. Um, it's cool that the talks are, talk, they're talking. So that's, yeah. the, they're open for it. That's something people have been wanting for a while. And and the thing is, I don't think, I and, and I've heard some people say this and I and I disagree I don't think this diminishes the idea of, oh, I'm going to get this system because my friends have it. I've heard some people well, no. say, well, now you can get any system because you can play with everybody. I don't – I disagree with that. Yeah, no, I, you're going to – you're still going to want to get the system that all of your friends are playing on. Totally. Because you want to be part of the conversation when they get things like Uncharted or when they get things like Halo or, or you know, the network and everything else. You, this is just going to be the cherry on top where it's like, oh, now I'm not suffering because my friend made a bad decision, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, that, that kind of thing. Right, um, right. It, this is like, OK, well, you know, Steve, who's been left out for however long this generation can now play with us. I mean, I wish that was around when the PlayStation three and Xbox live was out because I had a ton of people that was on Xbox live and I just did one play. Cause I refused to buy another Xbox cause the first one died. 
you know, and so it, yeah, uh, it's just, but yeah, so that's, that's great news. But that'll, yeah, that'll be interesting, especially because, and here's something I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Rocket League is only 20 bucks on Xbox. How much is it on? It was free. Remember? Well, it was free for For plus month. Yeah. Right. But I mean, that's, I don't know how much it is now, but I, I think it's probably 20 bucks now too. But I mean, let's, let's be real about one thing though. Everybody with Plus automatically adds their games. Whatever oh. the free games are, they add them that month. Right. They I, may... see, I, I felt bad for my buddy. Uh, he didn't that month because he thought a car game about rock, like soccer. Uh, I'm not even down with that. Uh, he, he's one of, you know, I, these, uh, I love him to death. Rush is great. But he just had one of those moments where someone just – they, I, and he, he admitted it. He was, he was being stubborn about it. He's like, ah, so I'm not going to get it. Uh, uh, <laughs> and then when everyone raved about it afterwards, he's like, oh, man. So he ended up buying it. Yeah. Um, oh, it's it. Sorry, guys. Guitar bands are on the way out. We don't need four kids from Liverpool on our label. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, one of our I – have, I have a whole group of, of kids that I play PlayStation with. Like we're in a group chat and everything else. Literally everyone in the group chat purchased the division, playing it. We're loving it. He's like, no, I'm good. And then he's like, hey, you guys coming in Destiny? Or you guys want to raid? Anybody want to do some trials? And we're uh, like, like, come on, man. Like, don't we don't want you left out. Come play with us. Like, it's a, it's a good game. And it's great to kind of, you know, it plays well with Destiny. So when you get bored with Destiny, there's something with content here. He just, he got his, had his, what, what's the saying? Got your feet in the, just, just, nope, not going any further. Dip, <laughs> you dipping know? your toes in the water. Yeah, I'm like, just come on. So yeah, he's he's not on ballot. So, but yeah, Rocket League, it, it, man, that game. Uh, I was listening to a podcast with the creator not too long ago, and it was just how the it crashed the first day because they didn't realize how many people were going to be playing it. <laughs> they had to go and purchase like however many more servers. Um, oh yeah, and it's got it, that game was such a hit. They didn't realize it was going to be that big. No idea it was going to be that big. Well, and, uh, I mean, that's you know, it goes to that point of like, hey, remember when? This was Super, what was it? Super Sonic Rocket Powered Battle Cars. Right. Like five like... years ago on PS3. And it was it was a freebie at one point. Yep. And it was like a demolition derby on, on steroids. And it was like, oh, this is kind of cute. And that was more or less it. Oh, yeah. And then when this one came out, they were like, well, what if we added soccer to it? Oh, yeah. And I, I'm an idiot. I, I spent two bucks and got the DeLorean. I, hey, you know, why not? So, that's, now, so now when I do the turbo, it it's, it, it says back in time. Or what, is, no, what does it say on the license plate? It says the same thing. It says out of movie. time. Out of time, yeah. yeah. And like the, the what's cool is when you do the thing, the, all of the lights go, you know, nice. just like it does in the movie around the car. <laughs> so, well, look, I mean, that's this is the perfect example of how microtransactions should be handled. They're oh, yeah. They all cosmetic. There's yeah. there's no there's no reason to buy any of them other than hey that looks cool I want that oh yeah that like it should be you know Ghostbusters comes out they should put a Ghostbusters thing in there oh they will oh, yeah. yeah yeah so like anything that has you know they've got they a Batmobile it. now like, yep they got Batmobile they have Mad Max like it's it's just perfect for it they could even do a Lego car if they wanted to uh, a Simpsons you know Homer Simpsons car or whatever <laughs> like sure. They could really do that. It'd be fun. Um, if if they wanted to get really crazy, you know what they should do? What? They should get the wacky races cars. Oh, yeah, that would be That crazy. would just be awesome. Oh, yeah. Even the Ninja Turtle van, it'd be perfect. There you go. Now you're talking. 
Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, oh, but now we uh, big PlayStation news this week. Yeah, huge news. Yep, uh, we got the price and release date, so it's going to be in October for the PlayStation VR, and it's going to be four hundred dollars. But um, uh, the PlayStation <laughs> camera is also required, sold separately for sixty. I'm sure you can go to a pawn shop and get it for cheaper than that. But um, uh, yeah, so it's going to be four hundred. You you need the uh, camera, which is sold separately. Um, PlayStation Move controller sold separately for around thirty dollars. Are they really thirty bucks? Yep. For these one are, of them? And, and now these are all that. Yeah, for just one. Oh, okay. Well, I'd go to a GameStop or eBay. Like, that's the thing. You can buy these pre-owned for cheaper. Right, right. But, you know, if you wanted this, like, a whole brand new setup, mm-hmm. you're talking 500 bucks. Right, 500 out the gate. Yeah. Um. So, and this is what Sony has been telling everybody from the beginning. This is a new console to them. This is, that is how they're treating it. They're treating it as they're releasing a new console. So, um, if that's, you know... It, if it's not the time and you want to wait, I totally understand. I know you're going to be waiting for it. Yeah, uh, just, I mean, and... yeah, I mean, for me, it's just a price thing. Like, I understand. I understand where Sony is. I I didn't realize until I started looking at other VR headsets. I didn't know they were that freaking expensive. Oh, yeah. That, that's what I was saying is that, like, they're taking this at a loss. So, yeah. you know, if this is this is as much as, yes, five, 400 bucks and then however much extra for whatever is expensive. In 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 the in the in the long run in the ballpark we're looking at it is not it is the cheapest one you're going to get um, for what it does and I think that it, they're setting themselves up they had to do that uh, because they have now the initial player base every it is the biggest console for this generation so anyone sorry I've been adjusting for a second but anyone that wants a game right now to play on these things they're probably going to go with VR they're probably or the PlayStation VR because Oculus. You're looking at a thousand dollar computer just to play it alone. On top of that, then you're going to spend uh, at almost over yeah, it was like over eight hundred dollars. So for the price of the Oculus, you could purchase a PlayStation Four, the 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 uh, the VR headset, and two video games for the price of an Oculus Rift. So, you know, in the scheme of things, this is the best that this is the best choice you have if you want to do VR gaming. And I think Sony is setting us up perfectly to be the leader of that. And this is going to be one of those things, I think, where I, I see PlayStation VR doing huge. I see Oculus doing huge. And I think everything else fall off. Yeah. Um, because if you, own a, if you own a powerful PC already, Oculus might be right up your alley if you have $800 to drop on it. But if you have a PlayStation 4 and you kind of want to, you're, you're, if you're like me and you're just like, I don't know about VR yet. You know, I haven't really even tested it. Right. Uh, the games, there's no AAA thing that's coming out for it. Um, uh, you might think about it, and that would be the one to go. Or you could be like Logan, just completely wait and see what happens. Um, I just hope it doesn't turn into like the Vita, you know, or the Connect, where everyone waits and then they don't do anything, and then it, and then that's when it when it dies uh <laughs> yeah like my my thing with something like this is always and i know they promise they're like and 50 games will be available for it i'm like you guys say that every company that releases a console or something always yeah. says they're gonna have x many games and it never happens right it never ha- it doesn't matter who you are it never happens so right. that's that's my big thing is you need for something like this you need a library out of the gate and they're promising it but i'm not just talking about tech demos here well the big one that they announced was star wars battlefront for it and i you know what i okay that's that's cool that's big 
that's that, that's about that, as triple A as it gets. Exactly. And um, if they do um, uh, No Man's Sky, if somehow they figure out a way to make that VR, that's see, that's where I thought the perfect VR would be. Yeah. Um, but you know, they they showed off a few other ones. Like there's a there's a few uh, dance. Um, like music, what do you call the rhythm type of games? Yeah, not and a I surprise. Think, and I think that's perfect. Like that's kind of you could really see a lot of music and rhythm games come back full force with something like that because you can move around, you're dancing, there's people dancing next to you, there's an audience. Well, you know. I mean that's that's why they announced Rock Band VR. Right, exactly. Like they they were like, hey, you know that thing Guitar Hero is doing where you're on stage but you see it on the TV. Mm-hmm. We're gonna put you on stage on VR. And right. I'm just waiting for Guitar Hero to come out and say, hey, uh, us too. Like, yeah, I, like yeah. you can just see that happening. But oh, yeah. did, did you see the, uh, what did they call it, the Trials on Tatooine little tech demo they had? Yes. That Make that a full VR title. I am in. That will sell me on PlayStation VR. Yep. Hands oh, yeah. down. I, I guess the Battlefront game is called Star Wars Battlefront VR Experience. So I'm not sure what that means. I imagine it's just a version of Battlefront where you're playing in the VR. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the thing. This is going to be where – this is what tablets and iPads had to do. You can't just put Mario on a tablet and expect it to sell gangbusters. I guess you could, but it's a bad example. But, you know, you, you need a controller for those kind of games where this you can't just put, uh, you know, Uncharted on it. And it, it, it you have to you have to mold the experience to the VR. So it's I don't think it's going to be these big titles at first. It's going to be actually new titles. It's going to be new franchises and it's going to be all tailored to the virtual reality like that. That one that they have the Robinson Crusoe one. Yeah it's the dinosaurs and stuff that's kind of perfect and ho- uh, this this is where horror gaming can have its resurgence bingo this and is that, magic for horror games well th- that's why they announced the uh the up at dawn or whatever yeah um uh, but it's supposed to be like a on rails shooter or something but anyway uh we gotta take a quick break though we'll be back we'll talk more about it again you're listening to we geek podcast on the n.fm see you in a minute Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And uh, when we last left you, we were talking about PlayStation VR. And uh, I brought up a list here of some of the games. One of them that I thought was odd was Job Simulator. You don't. I remember when they talked about this. I think, if this is what I think it is, like you play a robot who does like menial. You're like a, a an office temp. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at a video now and like. Yeah, like you're, you're a real world office. To... Yeah. Wow, he's like he's put a stapler on a scanner. He's bouncing balls. That's yeah, yeah. You are a robot. Yeah. Okay, they're telling him to get back to work, and he's just shooting things all over. This doesn't even see this. That is weird. So this is one of those simulator games where yeah, like goat simulator. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. That's cool. Yeah. So it's got PlayStation, uh, you know, Playroom VR, Tumble VR, Valkyrie, Waltz the Wizard. So it really looks like the ones out of the gates are going to be. Uh, <laughs> Drive Club, that'd be interesting. There's probably going to be maybe, hopefully, one or two. Star Wars clearly is going to be the one that I'll be, I would be playing a lot. But, man, I, I mean, I, I, I got my fingers crossed. I hope it's not something that comes and then goes in a decade. Yeah. Um, I don't I, – I really think that it's going to have a little bit more uh, uh, impact than something like Connect because – 
VR is attached to so many other things besides just gaming. Um, right. Like there's so many other things you could do with it to, to you know, uh, to explore a city, to, you know, see what it's like uh, under the ocean on the ti- Titanic, to, uh, to, to, to go to the Eiffel Tower, uh, to learn, to, to just sit in a classroom, you know, um, you know, th- I've seen it where they have like that camera that's 360 degrees or whatever, and it they're recording where you can just watch and move your head around or whatever. Like that kind of stuff I think is cool. Um, yeah. This, this has so many more applications than, than just, you know, being behind the wheel in a, in a racing game. Right. Exactly. And my, my, my buddy was trying to talk me into, um, the Oculus and I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't justify that. That's too much money. That's, you know, uh, $400 is a lot of money to begin with. That's like, uh, that's, that's like a plane ticket to go to California or something. So, you know, I, I can't justify uh, spending double that. Um, and and again, that... you're talking about just the thing. Like, you're not even talking right. about games. Exactly. Yeah. So I can't. I can't do that. You know. So, you know, I I hope you know by the end of the year I'm uh, I'll be in a good place where I can definitely pick that up and play with yeah. it. It's something I want, but you know, it's. Yeah, I'm glad that it is at the price it's at. I wish, of course, like everyone else, it was cheaper. But what can you do? It they they did they did the best they could. So um, I I hope I hope it gets knocked out of the park. And it just like anything, it's gonna be a year or two before you really start seeing. So I mean, look at us. We're the PlayStation Four. How many years have been out? And we're just now getting Uncharted. Which yeah, what's is probably- this year year three? Isn't it? It's year three, and we're getting the title that everyone you pretty much bought the system for. Um, there's been I can't think of a major first party game that knocked it out of the park yet. Um, you know, so it's it's one of the, it's one of those things where it's gonna take some time. Uh, might not get it right when it first comes out, but it's definitely something I want. Um, but yeah, so um, but yeah, I mean that's it. Anything else you want to say about it? I just I I hope it rocks. I, I really do. Um, and I know everybody talks about Microsoft's HoloLens and how wicked that thing looks. And it does look cool and it does look badass. And it's like $4,000. It's $4,000. <laughs> and the thing about that, the, the big difference between HoloLens and VR, which is uh, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to Total Biscuit and whatnot. Um, and what they talk about is what a lot of people aren't really saying that with HoloLens – you know, when we're looking at it through the TV, when they're doing the tech demos and they're showing us what they see, we're seeing an entire room filled with Minecraft stuff, lifting from the table and doing whatever. That's not what they're seeing because you got to imagine they have the glasses sitting on them. So at all the space around the glasses that they can see through, nothing is there. They're only seeing it through the scope of the glasses. Right. So it it takes you out of the immersion a little bit because you're not fully immersed like a virtual reality headset where you put the headset on and obviously you have a headset on, but everything you can see outside of that glass window, it looks like you're in the world. So they said it really does take people out of the experience when they're putting on just the glasses. Uh, and of course, the, 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 the it's it's like a weird thing they have to put on too. It's it's the, he almost wished he said it was like you were putting on a VR headset instead of a pair of glasses because it just it takes them out of it. So right, and I, there's I don't know. there's another interesting point that I'm curious about with with more or less any VR headset, but PlayStation VR in particular. Things like this, how do they work with somebody like me who wears glasses? Well, apparently the the it fits on just it, fine. With it the does VR fit. Headset. Okay. 
Yeah, That's... I was listening same podcast. Uh, Jesse Cox wears glasses, and he put it right over his glasses. Also, Greg Miller, same thing. Greg Miller tried it on with his glasses. It worked just fine. Okay. Um, he suggested, of course, use contacts if you have them. But he wears glasses, uh, and he put them on. It fits over. It fits fine. Uh, and so, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm gonna be curious because I imagine people are gonna want to test this out before they. Oh yeah, it. this is something that I would have to demo before and I'm curious I buy. How they're gonna do that? Because I, I, do you think they're gonna put it in the store? I, like, I I see. I don't know. I I don't know. I would love to see. You could almost do like a traveling tour with it. Right. That's I would, true. I, I guess, would be yeah. okay with that. Like they did with Connect. Well, they demoed Connect in stores. Yeah, they did. But Connect. Uh, I I see a bit. I see someone chopping that cable and taking the. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I guess they would have them at a few Game Stops. They would have to. Um, uh, I know that there's a. I I'm lucky living in Orlando. There's so much stuff around. They uh, there's a there's a, Player One bar down on I Drive International Drive, uh, and uh, they're gonna have it. They have the Oculus oculus there right now and so i think either this weekend or next weekend i'm going to go see it so i actually might talk about it on the show nice. um yeah so i'm going to go check that out i imagine they'll get the vr one as well the playstation one um so that like it, it's going to take places like that to spend money to be like hey guys come check this out um so maybe someone in you know maybe smaller towns like you I, are there any shops like that that would go out of the way to get that to get people to come in. I mean, the closest. I, I mean, we would. You know, we have a GameStop. That's about as close to anything like that as we have. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, no see, we we don't have anything that's going to be like, hey, we should get one of these to bring in. Cause no, dude. I are you kidding? Gotcha. I gotcha. live in. A, I live in a place where if there was if there was an establishment that did that, they might close it down for fear of witchcraft. <laughs> oh my god. I sometimes forget that's what he it's, oh, it's not like I'm not you know there is some civilization here but not much oh man I'm so oh, damn that sucks yeah well, part you I, know part of it's fun but when it comes to something like this like it's I would I'd imagine I would probably have to drive to like a Best Buy in Charlotte to see this right that's true it'd that, be something it, like that the Wii U did the did a tour as well like that so yeah yeah, I guess with like a smaller town, it's the give and take. You get a, probably a lot more peace and quiet, but at the same time, you don't get you know stuff like that. Right. Um. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm no, no, I'm gonna try the Oculus in the next few weeks. Um. And uh, kind of based on that, because from what I understand, it does affect uh, a lot of. Uh, of course, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt your vision or anything like that. But from what I understand, it does make some people sick. Uh, well, sure. It's a whole. Yeah. You know, it's like with Cloverfield. You know. Right. It, that See, that I, drove a lot of people nuts. Yeah, it actually even made J.J. Um, uh, Abrams' uh, father throw up. Wow. Run, out, run outside of the theater. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I was listening to his podcast with the Nerdist, uh, and they, he talked about that. They actually talked about uh, Cloverfield and <laughs> how that made uh, a lot of people um, sick or whatever. And so, yeah, I mean, it's never made me sick. So shaky cams. I think it's the idea of the camera moving without you realizing it's moving that gets people sick um but i don't know i i'm, I'm excited to test it out um I'm, i can't wait i really can't wait to, to to get into that and play a little bit of it the one that looks uh the best to me is the one where you're in the mech suit and you're running around and you're like jumping with the ball into that hole you're shooting the other mechs does this one sound familiar at all no Okay, so what we'll do is after the show, or when we take a break, um, I'll send you the link. Uh, you can watch it. You don't have to watch it on break or whatnot. But um, 
uh, well, maybe we'll talk about next week, <laughs> but uh, I just can't think of the name of the game. But you're, it's like a team of mechs, so it's like four on four, and you have to get a ball, and you have to go, you have to jump to this this big hoop thing, jump into it while shooting the other mechs, and you know hitting them in the face and all this other crazy stuff. And you're looking around, it just it looks like a ton of fun. Nice. Yeah, I just can't think of the name of it. <laughs> um, but yeah. So okay, so um, I think that's it for video games. We can get into some reviews. Um, you want to talk about a little bit about the Dark Tower? I sure. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about the Gunslinger a little bit. Yep, Gunslinger. So just kind of give me your general impressions. What did you think of it? Weird. It is weird. I mean, weird. Like what? I mean, I understand the general premise. You know, he's chasing this guy. Okay, but. Everything, like all everything else, is just so weird. It's like a dream. Yeah, or a bad trip. Right. Yes. Bingo. Really bingo. bad. <laughs> yeah, it is. Cause it's yeah, exactly. It's like at the time it makes sense, and then when you wake up, or I guess when you come out of your, uh, your trip, you're like, oh, that was really weird. Did I say that? Did I do? That's kind of what I got from this. It's like. Uh, it's it's a story within a story as well <laughs> so you or at some parts you get into like at, i'm like wait so uh, right we're not we're not at that time frame we're at this time frame um and you know it's it's just it's odd it's really odd um uh yeah i don't know it, it I, and I, the whole time to reading it i was thinking how how are they going to make this into a film that's and now you see the question <laughs> yeah exactly now from what i understand the the later I don't know how many books were in the series seven, so, Jesus Christ that this should be a TV show not a movie series. well that's why they're doing both that's true okay yeah I forgot about wait okay so they are okay so Matthew McConaughey and uh, Idris Elba they're gonna be in both the movie and TV show I did I, I forgot about that okay so yeah it makes sense they have to do that um and I guess this would be the movie because there isn't that much that happens in this um you know it really only like you know really one location um i just this it's gonna be odd i, I can't see them making this into a, i don't know how they're gonna do it how they make it into a film where it doesn't seem like just a constant trip yeah <laughs> um yeah so i don't know it, it was weird um i'm i'm kind of I, I really want to read the next one i want to see where the story goes from here um i have some questions about you know uh what the 19 is and and, and all this <laughs> other stuff um and yeah i i just it's it's really weird i'm not sure what else to say about it. <laughs> I, yeah i mean that's kind of i that's definitely one of the best words that i would use to describe it it's just weird but it's right, a exactly. it's a good it's an interesting weird right yeah i definitely want to to see what happens after this apparently um uh, not in this book, but in um, the later books, it, it it ties all of Stephen King's books together. Yeah, that's what I keep. That's what I keep hearing. Right. Yeah. So I th I thought that was interesting. Um, you know, it just those little things like you know, Hey Jude is playing. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. Like, what are they? Is this? I it's, I just get the feeling this is like Stephen King is dreaming. And at the end of the last novel, he's going to wake up and it's going to touch on all these like little weird things that he was listening to while he was sleeping or, you know, all these little ideas popped in his head. And that's what this gunslinger story is about. Right. Um, but yeah, so it's, 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 I mean, that's not much of a review, but, uh, but I thought it was interesting. Maybe, uh, maybe later on this year, we'll pick up book two some at some point. 
because uh, that's what that's where I understand it gets really good is once uh, and I don't want to spoil the ending, but once it leads off from what I understand, this kind of just set up the world and it set up the characters and we go from there. So. Uh, so, yeah. So um, is there a certain book you wanted to pick for us next week? I yeah, I'll pick one. OK, because it's one that everybody it's it's kind of like Forrest Gump in that everybody knows the movie, but I find that most people haven't read the book. Okay. The Princess Bride. Oh, okay. By William Goldman. Yeah, it was it's interesting cuz that's one that's like that's a book? It's like yeah. yeah, it's a book. And now and there's two different schools of people. The people that know it's a book have read it like 20,000 times and it's their favorite book ever. Okay. And people like me, like I didn't for the longest time, like I didn't know it was actually a book. I didn't know it was a book either. Yeah. See, there you go. That's the other side of it. It's like, well, that's a book. Really? Okay. That's a book. Right. The classic tale of true love and high adventure. So is it uh, cheesy? Like, is it, is it on the nose like it is in the movie? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's, it's very tongue in cheek because it's written. It's William Goldman's edition of S. Morgan Stern's classic tale. It's from right out of the gate. It's, it's funny. Gotcha. Okay. (laughs) Cool. Cool. All right. Let me put that down here. Perfect. So that's, and it's, it'll, it'll be an interesting kind of palate cleanser from the gunslinger, I think. Yeah. Totally different. Totally different. Um, yeah, no, I, (laughs) I've been reading so much this year because of you, but I'm glad and uh, sometimes I cheat. I do the audiobook, but eh, same thing. Well, you know, <laughs> I I don't see that as cheating. It's still yeah. you're still absorbing the story. Definitely, definitely. And sometimes it's better in in audiobooks. I mean, I know we've talked about before the different uh, the King Killer Chronicle books. I love right. the audiobooks. The the Wise Men's Fear is probably my favorite audiobook ever. Oh wow! I've never listened to that audiobook. Of it. You I've have, only you read have, it. You've only heard the Name of the Wind audiobook. No, I mean, I've read the books. I'd never. Yeah, I did listen to uh, Name of the Wind, but I've never listened to uh, The Wise Man Fear. Oh, you need to listen. It's so good. I've only just read it. Yeah. Oh, it's I, so dang. good. Yeah, I got to check that out. Maybe we'll do that later this year. <laughs> um, but OK. All right. So we're going to take a break. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. See you all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And uh, before we get into some of the reviews of things we've been watching or playing or reading this week, um, I wanted to talk about something that uh, me and Logan have been brainstorming for a little bit now. Um, The idea, and maybe you can talk about a little bit for Logan, of um, our podcast kind of getting out of its comfort zone and doing something a little bit different, a little bit entertaining. Um, and uh, in the same vein, uh, of riff tracks, we wanted to kind of sit down, watch a movie together and just talk about it, you know, make fun of it. If it's a bad movie or, you know, just kind of do commentary on it. Um, and that's what we're going to be doing. Uh, for our one-year anniversary, we're coming up on the 52nd episode, which all you know, 52 weeks in a year, um, as DC likes to, to show <laughs> us. Um, and I think for, for the anniversary episode, it's going to be fun to kind of release our our episode uh, that day or the next day, right around that time. Um, and the first movie we've picked is 1984's uh, Dune, David Lynch's movie. 
<laughs> yep. And so, uh, yeah, we're just going to watch the film. We're going to rift it. Uh, we haven't thought of a creative name for our show to do it yet, but uh, it's just rift tracks right now, pretty much in the same vein of it. And uh, yeah, is there anything you want to say about it, Logan? Just that uh, this is I, 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 I hope this starts something interesting. It does. I, I've always like I, I I've always wanted to do like my own kind of riff tracks and with the the podcast that I did years ago with the Super Couch show mm-hmm. we kind of did a couple mm-hmm. but I mean really it was just we set a a tape recorder down in the on the table and you know so I mean it was not a real thought out setup mm-hmm. but it was fun and that yeah. was that was a point it wasn't anything we could use or anything but but it was it was a fun experience yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, it's. I think it's going to be cool. Um, you know, of course, you can send in some requests. You can send us an email. Uh, at oh, we'll Geek t- Podcast. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Let me, go ahead. No, no, I'm just saying you can send us emails at wegeekpodcast at gmail.com or send us to our Twitter or Facebook page. Send requests, you know, uh, of movies that you would like us to rift. Uh, maybe we get some other people in on the action and join us. Um, I that, think that would be fun. That's where this thing thrives, is not just on, on getting like guests in but also like what do people want to have rift yeah that's and that was that was what made rift tracks so great was how many like what they would take suggestions a lot yeah and they're i know they've kind of moved towards uh they 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 do theirs live now Mm -hmm. that's their big thing and those are fun those are fun to go to because they sign like they'll simulcast them and it'll be you know like some events do that like the fathom event stuff Right. They do that for 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 those now. But uh, yeah, it's just going to be like it's just going to be a file that that you'll download. It'll just be our audio. Uh, mm-hmm. Anybody familiar with Rift Tracks knows the procedure. They have their own player that syncs up the audio and the video. Um, we're, we're not that lucky. So you're just going to have right. to kind of ballpark it. <laughs> Right, right. We're just gonna pick a uh, you know part towards the beginning and just say sync it up to here and press play and we'll do a countdown or whatnot. Uh, but we'll give you more details about that next week when we talk about it on the show. Um, and I and I'm I think it's probably gonna go live on uh, iTunes and whatnot the next day, probably around Thursday. But we'll talk about more next week, kind of the the nitty gritty of how, you know what to do and whatnot. Um, but yeah. So that's what we're going to be doing for our uh, for our uh, one year anniversary, and I can't I can't wait. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Uh, so we we got a few more minutes left. Um, is there, what do you, you want to talk about? Movie games? What do you what have you been doing? Uh, uh, we'll do movies first. Okay. So what just... do you think of Ten Cloverfield Lane? Man, that was that was intense. Yeah. That's that's the word I would use. Like I was struggling. I'm like, was it weird? Was it strange? It's like, yeah, but that's not the word I'm looking for. Intense is is the word. Yeah. It was it 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 was everything I wanted it to be. Um and you know, I love I love that they can tell these different kind of stories in the same universe. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, um it was it was just different and like you said it was intense uh john goodman holy cow um he, i can't this is one of the creepiest roles i've ever seen not just for john goodman but i mean ever yeah. and he it's because he does it so so well yeah yep exactly and he's just 
you know, I don't want to get into spoilers. I, I know we're in like a spoiler section, but I really don't even want to get into much of spoilers because that's what makes this film so great is the constant questioning of, you know, who's telling the truth, what's really real. Um, you know, you've seen it from the trailers. It's, it's someone getting pulled from the wreckage and, you know, when they're put in this, uh, they're, they're in an underground bunker and she's basically told, um, you were in a car accident. I saved you. The end of the world happened uh, while you were out. And that's it. That's the setup. Um, and so I'm, I'm not going to go beyond that. But what happens is just amazing. Yeah, it really is. And it keeps coming back to the idea of like who's, you know, is this. And it's great because Goodman teeters on is he is he completely insane or is he mm-hmm. believable and good hearted and just, you know, a little tweaked. Right, exactly. It, it bounces back and forth with that, and yep. and then some of the other things that happen, where you're like, well, now you know you don't know what to really believe. And I and I kept thinking, you know, starting out the film, I'm like, oh wow, are they just playing with the audience, thinking that since this is J.J. Abrams producing, since this is in that same thing, you know, they have the uh, the title or the tagline is "Monsters Come in Many Forms." Is this? them really just tricking the audience into thinking this is set you know in that same clover as the first movie um or could it all be just a trick could it all just be uh, a, uh, to mess with you and then once you get deeper in the film you start uncovering uh the different layers of it and you start you start unraveling uh the mystery and that's what that's where that's where it shines and you know and it goes from it goes and that's the thing it's like it's so it's so many different kind of films you know it doesn't you can't put it in a box because most of the film, yeah, it's, you know, it's, I don't know. I, I don't want to go into too much detail, but you'll see it. It changes a lot. Yeah, um, it does. And I, and I like that. I love that. I, and you know, this isn't a spoiler because JJ Abrams has talked about wanting to do more films set in this Cloverfield with the tagline Cloverfield um, moving forward. He has actually two films that he's thinking about doing. Um, producing or whatnot and so this could be like his little universe he plays in uh hey go for it why not yeah yeah i could see eight millimeter being tied in or not eight millimeter super uh, eight super eight it's funny i was just thinking the same thing yeah yeah this is his little weird world and so i think it's really cool um we only have a few minutes left um what have you been playing or walking dead what'd you think of walking dead i that was that was a strange episode yeah. The pacing was so weird for me. And then I, I'm telling you, man, Carol, like Carol's had quite a season. Oh, yeah. She's oh, man, this this was her episode. I yeah. think she shined in it. And, you know, you could tell what she was doing when she was playing, you know, weak. And, you know, it was it was just perfect. Like, she's really smart. And um, I've really come around over the last few years. to really like her. Right. But then you have to wonder, like, is she playing at that as a disguise or is she actually trying to get back to that because she doesn't like what she's turned into? Oh, yeah. You know, she told her, run, yeah, go, like, go. You don't have to do this. Um, and that that comes. Oh, man. And then we're all Negan. Like, it's just so yeah. bad. I can't I can't wait. And, you know, there's a, there's a big episode coming up. Um Negan's clearly in the uh, he's coming up. Um, I really don't think it's going to go the way people think it's going to go from the comic book. That's because I think there's two people here. There's two sets of people. Uh, 
for example, the ones who've read the comic books, I think there's two sets. People who think it's going to go down exactly like it. People who think they're going to change it. And I, that they're, they're doing the switcheroo. Yeah. I think that – I think it's not going to be the person that happens to in the comics. I think it's going to be someone else that people love in the TV show. I, I'm, I can think of three that it might be. Yes, yes, three. And I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't mean like just one specific person. I think it's going to be you. You nailed it. Three people, and uh, I don't yeah. know if we should say it. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to potentially ruin something for somebody. Nah, so I'm. Right. I'm just going to leave it at that. Like it's exactly. not. I don't think it's going to play out. I think it's going to play out like it does in the comics, with the exception of who this happens to. Exactly, because it, yeah, exactly, because yeah. in the comic it was just so random. It was just completely random. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be one of those eeny meeny miny mo, catch a tiger by and then bam, you know. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's 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 gonna be interesting. Um, what else do you, now? I I didn't get a chance to go into. Uh, we we only got about a minute or so left. Um, I'll talk about it next week. I'll make sure we take a lot of time set out because I want to talk about Stardew Valley, man. Yeah, you started to talk about that last week, like it, yeah. and you were right. It looks like Harvest Moon on crack. Like, oh yeah, no, I'm making beer now. I'm selling beer to the town. <laughs> you know, I'm listening to a podcast with Dan Riker, and he's he's talking about how he has a horse now. He brings eggs to everyone in town, and he's trying to save uh, the community center from like all this crazy <laughs> stuff. And it's so great. Uh... And I just, it's it is one of the. I, I I went in there and I tried it. I was because, and that's the thing about it, is. Uh, with animal uh, actually we don't have much time so we got to go i'll talk about it next week um <laughs> yeah we'll talk about all that next week the division i'll get more into and fire emblem which was surprisingly really fun um but again you're listening to we geek podcast on the end.fm our facebook group is we geek podcast there's two pages like and talk on one um our twitters is at we geek podcast at adam estep and at the logan wit um our email is wegeekpodcast at gmail.com and send us send us uh um uh let us know what movies you'd like us to rift uh we're gonna start with dune and go from there so yep send that send book suggestions anything you want and uh we'll read read it on the show so again you're listening to we geek podcast on the end.fm captain captain <laughs>